Welcome back to another episode of Landscape Ontario podcast, where we delve into the innovative ideas shaping the future of landscaping. I'm your host, Karina Sinclair, and today we're stepping into uncharted territory as we explore a groundbreaking concept that's been gaining momentum, the four-day work week. Let me ask you something. What would you do with an extra day to yourself? Would you take the time to learn a new hobby? Work on a side hustle? Get extra sleep? Play with your kids? Travel? Imagine all the things that you could accomplish with that extra day. The traditional Monday to Friday grind has long been the standard, but maybe it's time to consider a change. In this episode, we'll be discussing the potential benefits, challenges, and real-world experiences of embracing a compressed work schedule. To learn how this might work for a landscaping company, we're going to talk to Jesse Tainton, the HR manager at DICAM Landscaping. DICAM dared to reimagine the work week back in 2019, and they've launched this benefit for their maintenance crew and office staff. Stick around to hear how DICAM's company culture has been enriched by something Jesse considers life-changing. Thanks again for joining us here in the Landscape Ontario podcast, Jesse. I'm really excited to hear more from you about how and why DICAM instituted a four-day work week. Yeah, th- thanks so much for, for having me on. You know, it's such a pleasure. And I'm you know, really honored to be able to speak about this really great initiative that we've implemented in our company and all the, the benefits and the impact that having the, the four-day work week schedule has for our teams. Well, I think it is a really exciting thing to consider. So let's dive right in. Can you share with our listeners the motivation behind transitioning to a four-day work week at DICAM? Yeah, I want to start off with our company values of speak, smile, and serve. They're really our anchor um, on how we do business and, you know, how we have the employee experience implemented in the company. With that culture, you know, we consistently try to implement progressive policies and processes to help make the employee experience better. You know, a work-life balance is really important to us. So finding ways to offer more flexibility to our staff is something we continuously strive for. So... The idea of the four-day work week schedule actually came back in 2019. So before the pandemic, the management team was already thinking about creative ways to help with employee engagement. So the this idea uh, came to be, and the first thing they did was write out a pros and cons list for this initiative. You know, they really wanted to see what would be good about it, what the challenges would be to make a good informed decision to move forward with something like this. So. After making that list, I saw the chart and there are a lot more pros than cons on that list. So with so many positive points for the employees and for the business, they gave it a go. Um, And so we've implemented it with our lawn maintenance division. We do a four-day work week schedule for the cut, trip, and blow season. So since the landscaping industry isn't quite like a nine to five um, industry, Monday to Friday, this was a good compromise to give the staff some more flexibility. Um, spring cleanups and fall cleanups, they're busy. Snow doesn't have a schedule. So so the kind of the uh, later spring, summer hours we thought would work best for this. And also some of the office staff do get to have a four-day schedule year-round as well. So we've implemented it with a few of our divisions and 
so far it's been amazing. Um, you know, while researching about four day work weeks, you know, I was looking at one study according to Bank Rate study that was done in 2023. So 83% of millennials and Gen Z workers support a four day work week. And looking through our staff data, over 70% of our staff are millennials and Gen Z workers. So, you know, we we're always trying to think what's the next best thing that we can do for our staff. You know, we've got a lot of young staff as part of our team. So kind of catering to their interest in their lives outside of work. You know, they want to do good work while they're in the workplace, but they really want to enjoy what they're doing outside of the workplace as well. So we thought this would be, you know, a good way to help engage the younger generations, even like we have multi-generational staff and they enjoy it too. So across the generations, it's been been really great. But, you know, just kind of seeing from the research where there is an overwhelming amount of positive support for something like this, we wanted to get in front of it so we could use it as a great recruitment and retention tool. That's really fascinating that it's working so well for your grounds maintenance team and the office team. Is there any resentment or or negative feelings from other crews that because of what they do, they can't operate in this way? Or does it feel like something that's accepted as a benefit, even if somebody can't participate? Yeah, so that, that was one of the cons on the, the list when the management team looked at this. But uh, within the other divisions, their priorities are a little bit different. You know, the other divisions, they, they want to put in lots of hours, you know, to support the lifestyles that they have right now. So there is a, really a lot of, of tension around that. And it's it's a lot about flexibility, like listening to our staff. And we don't have things one way and that's it for forever. We, you know, we really try to listen to the staff, what currently works for them, you know, what might work for them in the future. So part of it is just continuously surveying our staff to see does this work is there's something more that we can be doing for them and you know if there's kind of a a collective desire is it something that we can ease into the business that would be beneficial for the employees but also beneficial for the business as well and how do the hours get distributed are employees expected to put in longer days to make up time like those who are working on the maintenance crew what does their day and week look like? So our four-day schedule is Monday to Friday, sorry, Monday to Thursdays. <laughs> um, and the Friday is kind of like a catch-up day or a rain day. So like if the weather is great, they go out Monday through Thursday. But say, for example, it's really rainy on Wednesday. It's a washout. Um, we have that Friday as a catch-up day. So they're still working those four days. It's just, it's shifted to kind of accommodate the weather. But that generally means they get a long weekend pretty much every weekend, which they really like. And the hours, once again, kind of tying into our flexibility, our work-life balance, wanting to serve our staff. We try to make sure that the days aren't 12 hours long. We make sure that our, our schedules are reasonable and that we don't overload them so that they're out at seven in the morning and they come back at seven in the evening. That's like maybe a very rare occasion that the days are that long. A, a standard day for our crew is about eight to nine hours. So would these positions still be considered full-time or are they part-time? The average work week would be usually between 30 to 35 hours for the staff. Uh, so that still falls in the uh, full-time category. And what's been the overall response from employees? Very positive. We do frequently do different kind of surveys to look at uh, feedback around their satisfaction, their well-being, and it 
frequently comes up in feedback that they really appreciate having the the four-day schedule. Whenever I talk to candidates um, in interviews or phone screens about it, they're shocked, like, in a good way. It's, it's interesting when I'm in an interview and I talk to someone and tell them about our, like, how we work in the, the green season and the, the four-day schedule. You can kind of see their eyes light up a bit. Uh, perhaps they're thinking about, like, ooh, what would I do with a four-day schedule? So it's been overwhelmingly positive. People usually talk about what they would do with that extra day. Would it be spend more time with family? Would it be just resting and relaxing? So I haven't heard anything bad from the staff that have the four-day work week that that they don't like it. (laughs) Is there an option to not participate in that if somebody wanted to work more hours? Is there flexibility to do that as well? Yep. So um, like the, the cut trim low season. We stick with the four days for that. But for employees that are interested in more hours, we do help out other divisions. We have like one-off projects. So there's usually work for those who want to make the extra hours. So it's kind of nice having that that flexibility of maybe you want to make a little bit of extra money for going on a trip or something. Our staff lets management know, or if we're busy, you know, we ask staff and then some will volunteer to to, you know, put in the extra hours or some will ask for the extra hours. So it's, it is really nice having that flexibility so that if they want more hours, they're generally available to them. And have clients noticed any change in operations or service? Is, is it even on their radar or have you gotten any feedback about that? Yeah, generally, you know, it's, we're usually on a weekly or bi-weekly schedule. So with the, the field service teams, they're usually coming on the same day that the client expects. But it's even an advantage of, you know, if it is a rainy day, we can still generally fit all the work in that week. So it's not like we have our staff scrambling on the weekend to, to try and complete a schedule. It's We've got that nice buffer so that clients can consistently have their properties maintained on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. And would it be safe to assume that those employees who are enjoying the four-day work week are maybe a little bit happier and have the energy to put in a little bit of extra effort and that's reflected in the the services that they provide those clients? Absolutely. Kind of tying back to our, you know, we, we do frequent surveys. We monitor things like happiness and motivation and relationships and consistently our scores are, are pretty high in those departments. You know, they're the kind of that impact of having, you know, that extra free time, even it's just to get a better night's sleep or feel rested of having that space away from work to recharge and do things that you're passionate about. Employees are certainly a lot happier in just having that extra time to themselves. I'm going to want to dive into that a little bit more in just a few minutes about the passion and, and the time for other projects. But when this conversation about the four-day work week comes up in different places, a, a common concern is that there's a potential impact on productivity. How does DICAM management measure productivity since the transition? And have you noticed any changes? We estimate our hours thoughtfully. And, you know, we ensure that workloads on staff are not unsustainable so they have the energy to work efficiently. It really helps that part of the retention is we have a lot of our lawn maintenance staff that keeps coming back season after season. So they've got the experience, they know the routes, they know the clients. So having all that background knowledge, you know, before the the season begins really helps with their their productive right out the gate. They know our expectations. They know what the clients are looking for. And we also have support staff that assist with things like client care, equipment maintenance, 
I'm going to dedicate a supervisor so crews can focus on getting their properties completed. They just have to focus on doing a good job in the field. We've got others that, you know, if they encounter problems, there's going to be someone there to support them. And that's, once again, kind of tying back to our serve value. You know, we, we try to serve each other as much as possible internally. So having that good support system is a good foundation for having a bit more flexibility around scheduling and being able to be a little bit more creative with it. And also like operationally, having a four-day schedule has resulted in less startup time, less shutdown time, less windshield time. There's not that extra day where crews are at the shop, getting loaded out, driving around, coming back to the shop, unloading. It's for maintenance of equipment. We have that extra day that if a piece of equipment breaks down, we can focus on fixing that on the day off so that when they come back to start their next week, the equipment's ready to go. So we don't really have to lose the, the productivity behind having equipment down. It gives management opportunity to work on the business as opposed to working in the business because there's that day where they're not going out. So management can more carefully review anything operationally and make the changes necessary. It also gives us more training time as well. Sometimes we use that extra day to do training for staff so that they can hit the ground running faster better orientations, better onboarding. And even like with one-off projects, that extra day actually gives us the opportunity, kind of going back to like if staff want more hours, we can take on projects that maybe are like a day long because now we have staff available. They want to make extra hours. We can do that project. So it's like in terms of productivity, not only does it directly impact the staff out in the field, but it gives staff supporting the operations, um, the ability to almost kind of like slow down and thoughtfully think about how can we make things better? Because we have that kind of that opportunity. We're not potentially like in the weeds um, trying, to, trying to fix things. It's, there's a bit of calm so we can focus on how do we do things better. You've just listed so many benefits for implementing a four-day work week. Why do you suppose some companies would resist the idea after hearing that there's so much more space and time for maintenance and training and onboarding and thoughtful planning. Why do you suppose this hasn't become more popular already? I think like change is really hard, right? It's it's really hard, you know, if this is the way you've, you've done it every single green season. And it's a big change too. You really have to think about so many different aspects of how you approach the work, how it gets scheduled. It can certainly feel like such a big undertaking and you might not know where to begin with it. So I think it's a little bit of the fear of the unknown, you know, what if we try this and it doesn't work out? And I think there's still a bit of like stigma around it as well, where, you know, if people are working one day less, are they viewed as not as productive, you know, a little bit more lazy. So it's going to take some time for some people to get on board with something like this. And I, I honestly can't think of any other, like I can think of like tech companies and maybe more digital companies that you know, have implemented this stuff, but I honestly can't think of any other construction or landscaping or more fields kind of roles that I've attempted to do something like this. So yeah, if business leaders might not see any other companies doing something like this in their industry, so they might automatically just assume that it doesn't work, right? That's an interesting point because what it's really done is set DICAM apart. It's a it's a differentiator to take you in this big pool of potential companies to choose from or to work for, and you have something that sets you apart and that's quite different, and it is working for you. 
So let's talk about that as a retention and recruitment tool for finding great employees. What's your turnover like and how's it been to find employees during this labor shortage? I will say, uh, you know, when I joined the company, I thought recruitment was going to be one of the biggest challenges everywhere that I've been in HR, different industries the biggest challenge. It hasn't been perfect, but it's felt easier than what I expected. And I think having the four-day work week has been, it's not the perk that solves everything, but I think it's a good component of it. Because like I, I mentioned before, anytime that I, you know, mention to a candidate that this is something we have, like their eyes light up, you know, that they're already kind of getting the ideas of what, what, what would their life look like with a four-day work week. And that's exactly what went through my head when I interviewed with DITAM and found out that they do four-day work week. So like, as you said, it's a differentiator. You know, maybe people have only heard about it through news articles or something like that, or maybe know someone in a different industry that got to try it out. As a retention tool, once again, we have experienced crew leaders and crew members. Um, they keep coming back season after season because they do really appreciate that work-life balance, once again, as a component of it. I think our culture is really strong and we continually invest in our employees. So all of the other things that we do to support a strong culture, I think really is what keeps them in, but this is just a cherry on top for them. Now, you hinted at this being something that really appealed to you when you were being hired, and you are an HR manager for DICAM. And I, I think there's a lot of companies out there where the employees of a landscaping company aren't necessarily the ones doing the landscaping, but they're the support staff doing things like accounting, bookkeeping, scheduling, HR. So there are all these different kinds of positions that are within the trades and the industries that maybe people don't necessarily think about. But now here you are in, in this position at a landscaping company, you get the option to participate in a four-day work week. And how did that change things for you personally? It was life-changing, to put it simply. Like when I was interviewing, I had a couple of offers on the table. DICAM was one at another company with an offer as well. And I had no doubt that I wanted to go with DICAM because I could really see. And like, once again, the four day work week was a big factor, but I really saw the culture that they were able to display in the interview. So that was also like a really big, big thing because it's, you could have this nice perk of a four day work week, but if it's a really difficult workplace culture, you know, having that extra day off isn't going to solve the, the negative feelings you might have with working in an environment that you, you don't enjoy. So joined DICAM, right away fell in love with having that extra day off. I'm a musician. I play bass guitar in a few different bands. So a lot of my Friday and Saturday nights and even Thursday nights, I'm out, you know, playing music with my bands. I also do photography, like concert photography. So whether I'm on stage or off stage, I'm usually out those nights enjoying the the music scene. But last year, I had the opportunity to to tour with a musician in the United States. I've never done anything like this before. It was kind of like one of the things on my bucket list to go on on tour. And having the four day work week really enabled me to do that. The shows and festivals were all on weekends, so we would leave on a Friday, come back on the Sunday. I didn't miss any work as a result, so I was still able to keep my work obligations in check, but I was also like able to live my dream. So that's like, it's really hard to describe, but it's just absolutely amazing. <laughs> now, for our listeners who don't have the benefit of seeing your face right now, you are beaming <laughs> and like the smile is so big because 
this opportunity has delighted you so much. And I think that's really exciting that for an employer to be able to give that space to their staff to pursue those interests, who will then come back and work diligently with dedication and hopefully joy, and also having fostered all these other interests that have a way of improving your creativity and your problem-solving skills and your relationship-building skills, all these wonderful things that transfer over into the work of being a landscape company. Hopefully other people get that same opportunity because just listening and seeing you talk about it is really inspiring. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, just to kind of add to that, you know, sometimes I take on extra work as well. You know, the company gives me so much whenever they need me for a little bit of extra stuff, like without hesitation, I'm there for them. Sometimes I work that fifth day because they, you know, it's busy hiring season or busy getting ready for season changeovers. And I have absolutely no problem with delivering right back to the, the company. So I think that extends into other divisions as well, where like our employees do so much for us, you know, they put a lot of time and effort into helping the the company succeed. They, they serve us really well and we want to serve them really well back. So being able to do anything that can help them grow professionally, but also just grow in their lives as well. I always get really excited when employees tell us they, they just bought their first house, they're getting married, they have, you know, their first baby and being able to have a workspace that they they can tend to their needs at home, still have a great work-life balance. I think that's one of the favorite things about being in HR is, you know, kind of hearing the success stories of our employees within the business, but also within their personal lives as well. That's a really human touch that I just love that you guys are implementing. That's really exciting. Lastly, from your perspective as an HR professional, what advice would you offer other companies considering this? When is a good time to explore this option? I think something like this really takes a lot of thought and planning. Um, and I think the first step is establishing that strong culture. And, you know, you might have to do a little bit of background work to make sure your employees are satisfied, they're committed to your company values and your goals. And then as you can branch out and continue to offer perks and initiatives that enhance the employee experience. And I think whether it's, you know, four day work week or not, being able to like, like what the management team did, you know, do a pros and cons list, really think about what good would this do for the business? What challenges might we encounter? You can't predict everything. You can't have every single benefit and downfall of, a, of an initiative, but, you know, putting that initial thought into thinking about how will this work for the business can really help business leaders envision how this could begin to unfold in the company. I think surveying the employees is really important as well. If all our staff said, no, we don't want a four-day work week, we're not going to force something like that upon them. So, you know, it's it really important to listen to your staff and see, is this something that they want? You know, the majority of them may be priority in their, their lives is working as many hours as possible to meet financial goals. So knowing what your employees would benefit from and what they want would be an important step as well. And then piloting a trial. It's you don't have to I'd go in 100%, maybe just for a summer. You try out, you know, a four day schedule or every other week. You have to get creative with it. Um, but you have to kind of think about, you know, how would the scheduling work around that as well and set clear expectations, you know, communicate with your staff. Here's the pilot program. Here's what we expect from you. Here's kind of the, the ground rules for it to really help them understand and succeed what you're trying to accomplish. You know, give the pilot a go and then ask your teams, you know, how did they feel about it afterwards? 
ask the field staff, did they enjoy it? What were the challenges? Ask any operational staff what was beneficial for them, where was the challenge? So it's a lot of it is communicating with each other. There's going to be hurdles. You know, if one thing goes wrong, that doesn't mean the whole thing goes wrong. So being open-minded and being able to pivot and, and just assessing the program before, during, and after to see if this is something that can be extended into further seasons or or try a new way to to be able to implement something a little more flexible. That's all great advice. And I hope that our listeners have the chance to reflect on that and consider implementing it in their own places of work. But Jesse, thank you so much for being such a great ambassador of this initiative and of DICAM. And uh, I'm so delighted we had a chance to talk today about this really fascinating benefit that uh, as part of a bigger, broader company culture can be a really great thing. So thanks so much for sharing your insights. Absolutely. It was my pleasure, Karina. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jesse Tainton from DICAM Landscaping. If you feel inspired to try the four-day work week at your company, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. For your reference, we have a full transcription and relevant links for today's interview on this episode's webpage at landscapeontario.com forward slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Landscape Ontario podcast. We talk to all kinds of innovative and knowledgeable landscape professionals. So be sure to subscribe to catch new episodes for inspiration every month.